This is Aliveness. I'm your host, Allison Crossweight, a guide and former psychotherapist here to empower you to break out of your old patterns, shift into a new state of being, and ignite your aliveness. So welcome, everyone. It's August 2023, and I'm so excited to be here with Lisa Brennan. She is everything. And we just finished this conversation about um, credentials and headshots and the bullshit. And we're just not going to say how amazing we are. We're just going to be. Uh, So this conversation came around because uh, we had a little exchange about Barbie over Instagram DM. And I was like, time for us to talk more about this. What do you got, Lisa? It was interesting. So the whole thing, you know, so I always actually put myself into like the 2016 me and the now me, right? Like, and I, and I use that filter through so many different things, right? So it was, it was an interesting place to sit. And I actually, I took, I took myself on a date, like a Tuesday afternoon date by myself to go see the Barbie movie. I wore my Doc Martens and my, you know, my little torn up shirt. And I just went in kind of like a little bit in that, um, like I'm not fitting into this, but there was something about like that peaked my cue. Well, first of all, when I saw the first previews, I was like, oh, they're talking about things you don't see normally. Like the, the story and how, you know, the whole, have you ever thought about dying? And like, I know that moment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that moment yeah, that you're in the shiny happy world and all of a sudden there's a record scratch of oh shit this is where it all starts right mm-hmm. and so that's that kind of like what prompted me into and then there was the whole marketing and all the mess that came into it so I kind of came in with a interesting relationship stepping into it and mm-hmm. and so I'm like you know I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to this by myself and 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 allow myself the joy of an afternoon for the fun of it. And, um, and that's kind of like how I approached it. And of course, you know, like I went in and then they've got like the, um, the pink feathers and the things. And like, I just had this like big internal eye roll, which is my own way of like my own asshole-ish way. Like that's just where I am right now. (laughs) Even though like 2016 me would be totally like into all of that. But I thought it was interesting. Like I found it, I, I find the whole thing fascinating. Um, there were a lot, there were pieces that I um, so related to as far as like, as that world of shiny, happy starts unraveling and what that feels like. There were a lot of those feelings and things that Barbie <laughs> like went through that was very recognizable to me and it felt good like that was kind of that was a fun thing to see there were conversations that came up that you just again don't normally hear um I find the whole thing around it fascinating as well like the reaction to it and you know and all of that at the end of the day I mean it is feminism 101 you know <laughs> very like um, feminism light bubblegum entry. And it's, you know, and it was very, um, it was entertaining. Like it was a, a nice little bubblegum movie that made me feel good. It, it got me a feel, a few of my feels. 
And I find the whole thing fascinating. I like, I feel like to me, the, um, the conversations and the reactions and everything around it are so much more interesting than the movie itself. Totally. Totally. So, um, so I mean, like it's, you know, it's nuanced. I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I loved it. I'm not going to hate on it. I think that there were, you know, there, I see, I've seen the criticism of it. Some of it is, you know, if this really upsets you, you're not prepared for what's coming. (laughs) If this level of feminism and conversation upsets me, you're like, oh, like, but, um, so, you know, that's kind of funny, but then there's, you know, there's valid critique of it as well, you know, which, those conversations need to be had, you know, on top of it. So I, I, I don't know. I think, I think the whole thing is, it's a light funness, and we just need some light funness. And can we just have that? Totally. You know? Totally. I, I, didn't, I didn't need the. I didn't need the, you know, the feathers. I found the whole thing really interesting too, because the whole concept is like breaking out of the box, and then you've got everybody like posing in their matching, like, you know material wear inside the box i'm like wait a second <laughs> we're missing some things here ladies um but anyway in a nutshell that was, that was my that's my barbie review when i'm in, in a nutshell you know i love it i love it and i was very aware as well of that in the box out the box because as you know i went on a date i went on a first date at, which is i went for the plot like <laughs> I went for the experience of doing that on a first date because that is a ridiculous thing to do. Um, <laughs> and it was fascinating because I did wear pink and um, I looked good. And I was sort of like ambivalent about my own choice to do that. But I'm like, whatever, I'm going with the plot. And he kept whispering in my ear. He keeps kept saying, um, I mean, it's embarrassing, but it's a hinge first date, right? Yeah. He kept switching around my ear. He's like, you're distracting me from the movie because you're so beautiful. And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Do you even, do you see the movie that we are watching? And it was like Barbie and Ken in the movie theater. Like, I wasn't into him. I wasn't into him at all. He even texts me the next day and he goes, I think I'm falling for you. <laughs> Did you even see <laughs> So like, I feel that there is so much of this like unconsciousness that it's mm-hmm. like, like I appreciate, I, you know, he's got his own story and he's in his own thing. Yeah. But we, you know, we're not able to really take in what's happening in the movie um, right. mostly in our culture. And we think that like, he kept calling me Barbie and, and I'm like, mm, but, but, but do you, do you want, do you see what happened in that movie? Like, do you see where she went into this whole world of feeling? Like this, mm-hmm. is, this is fascinating. And that the male can't even see that every mm-hmm. man is a joke in that movie. Right. Really fascinating. The whole thing is fascinating. I mean, and, and it's, and maybe that's, maybe that is the difference between levels of awareness, right? Mm-hmm. And how, how there is that unpeeling. So on very, on a very um, surface level, it can be seen as one way. Then like 
the deeper, you know, the deeper that you go, mm-hmm. the deeper. I mean, like for me, the most beautiful part of the whole movie was at the end where she says, I choose human. Yes. I choose human. And, right. and, and that to me is such an essence of what we're missing in so much of everything. And, you know, it's, it's the little moments, right. Where she's sitting next to the old woman at the bus stop, you know, those little, those little touches of exactly human. I and know I'm yes, 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 yes. And, um, and yeah, and, and the, the, um, and the thing is, is like, it's, it's the performance, you know, um, I, I, I have, I have so much, it's an interesting feeling of like where I am right now, as far as like, I'm moving, like, I still have my fire. I still have my, I mean, like I'm pulling my dragon out in the fire and, and all of that, but there's a softening that's coming coming with it as well. You know? So it's like, I see on, you know, on, on, on that aspect of like, he's trying to be an aware man saying the things that he wants you to, he- that you think that he want that you want to hear, but it's, it's, it's not taking that lens. It's, it's, it's still using the old lens of what it is that we're surrounded with. And the whole message is completely lost because we're still right. on the surface of it all. That's right. That's right. Um, like I'm thinking about the moment where the husband is playing Duolingo at home. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that was such a subtle, like, I I feel like most women would get that. But it wasn't like, yeah, it was subtle. Subtle. I mean, I think the deep, like the, the, the the biggest little messaging that really hit were the most subtle pieces of it. You know, I mean, like exactly, exactly. And it was complex. Of, what's that? It was complex. Like it had this it was Disney complex. arc that you could follow and be like, oh, oh, oh. But if you watch the subtle moments, like that Duolingo moment, you're like, yeah, that never gets resolved. Mm-hmm. And nobody's pretending that's resolved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, I don't know. I think that, um, it's interesting again to see the conversation open. I would like to see it go further and that, you know, and that's where, cause we needed to go further. And we that's needed- my question for you. You alluded to that. Even in your first review, you said, um, if, if this upsets you, like <laughs> have some trouble where we're going, where are we actually going? Like what is further? Well, the further is because it's, I was sitting with that this morning. The dragon is a theme that is pulling up really strong for me over the last couple of days, but you know, we got hit over the head with patriarchy almost to the point of like, it became a joke in itself. Right. Mm -hmm. Patriarchy. And again, if you're withering at just this very basic level patriarchy is one head of a many headed dragon right we've got consumerism i mean capitalism colonial i mean like and it's it's interesting because you know the the line about the um the smallpox this is how the smallpox that that there was is like a little throwaway little joke line towards the end 
where it was like, ooh, like I know where she was trying to go with that. And also like, so there are all of these different aspects that, again, mm-hmm. this is scratching the surface, but like for me, like stepping into feminism and I'd say white feminism, feminism 101 was just an opening. Like that was just the start mm-hmm. of girl power, but we need complete, it's, it's complete dismantling. It's all of the That's things. Right. Right. That's and right. so it is layer upon layer. And that is the easiest layer to, un- I mean, like, not like it's easy, <laughs> but, but as far as like that surface layer is the softest surface layer that there is, the That's deeper right. you go into it, into, you know, the um, colonialism and how that is impacting everything imperialism, right? This, this space of dominance and control, you know, you've got, well, Barbie can do anything. She's in the Supreme court. Maybe we'll let them in. And, you know, matriarch, like I love, there's this author, Ryan, Eisler, and um, she wrote Chalice and the Blade, but she, and Mm -hmm. she's Holocaust survivor. She has been speaking for decades on this topic. And she says, matriarchy and patriarchy, they're, it's it's two co- two heads of the same coin because both are authority or dominance over so it's 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 not a question of matriarchy patriarchy men women in control of what we can do it is authority over or um, like author- authoritarian power over versus partnership egalitarian power with all of us working together and so we're scratching the surface because there are conversations of women's power and worth that haven't been had. But, you know, like one of the big things that just made me cringe coming after was, you know, um, with between the Taylor Swift and Beyonce and Barbie movie, women's spending power is showing for what it is. And it's like basically saying, Oh, we're finally worthy of consideration because we are able to spend this money. And it's like, "Mm." no, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you know, call calling in and unraveling and untangling all, which is necessary in order for us as a species to survive, you know? And, and like, there is a thousand percent a place for this movie flat as it is. It and is there's a Taylor Swift and all of this. And we have to hold and. that this is perpetuating the problem. And and I feel this very much like personally, and I know you consider these things like, yeah, do I think that my work is valuable in the world? Yes. And I'm problematic. And so like, like, let's, let's be really honest here about what dismantling looks like. It looks like something far beyond, you know, all of us being Taylor Swift. I feel like we all have to get comfortable with being problematic in some way or another. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we're yeah. trying to, if we're trying to avoid that and th- then that's going to keep us from facing different pieces of ourselves that need to listen and need to hear because we all are products of the same system. And yes. there is not a, and this is why, I mean, like we've had this conversation as far as, as far as like the fall of the guru, right? How many times have we been, have we been hurt on that, on oh. that ride? Because we're putting somebody else as this authority or power over. But at the end of the day, we're all products of the same system. 
And we all might have different pieces and different understanding and different awarenesses, but we have to listen outside of our bubble and able, and able to, to hear these perspectives to understand where we can do better. We, we're not going to do it perfect. Like we are, we are, we are just figuring this out for the first time. So we have to be comfortable stumbling along the way. Totally. And the you more know? we speak and the more powerful we get, the more stumbles. Everything. Absolutely. And, and, the, and, you know, it gets a wider stumble because, we, because there's, there's less and less of a track that we're following, right? We are, totally. um, we are, we are, we are. Put us up here which I'm experiencing more and more. And then I can fall so far. I'm like, mm-hmm. stop. Don't do that. <laughs> like, don't, th- don't do that to me or yourself. Or yourself or anybody. Like, it's mm-hmm. so toxic. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a layer. The movie's a layer. It's, it's so many layers. It's so many layers. And so, I love. Out. Go ahead. It came out the day Venus went, to, went retrograde. That's what's so amazing to me. Is, right. And then we've got like Hawaii, which is the dark feminine goddess literally burning. So, mm-hmm. you know, like it's happening and, and we and, have to And, and the thing is, yes. And we need the voices of women, not because we just like, because we are just, you know, because... <laughs> Because we're, we're cute. <laughs> Death life cycle. Yes. Yes, exactly. Right? Who are the caregivers ushering life out and bringing life in? That's right. That's right. right. And the power that we have and the power that we hold isn't because of the dollars that we spend. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so it feels good to to be seen. And, and, and to see other women at the top of these games, but they're still at the top of that capitalist patriarchal, like they're still winning, but they're still winning the game of monopoly. And we're going to like, it's let's, let's bust up the monopoly board. Shall we? Yeah. Um, so anyway, that, that's like, that's kind of like the deep nuance where my mind goes to like on a, on a simple little movie that has so much, you know, so much nuance and so much. But, you know, it's got, it's, you know, it, it can be taken at different levels. It's totally. fun. It was, it was like I, a bubblegum afternoon of fun and I enjoyed it. And you know what? I will take little pieces of fun when I can take them. Exactly. And I'm loving the album. I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, ha- I suspect, I could be wrong, it could be projection, but I suspect if Greta Gerwig were talking with us right now, she would very much mm-hmm. relate to everything that we're saying. Like, I feel like she's been put in a certain place. She is a great director. There are no female directors, barely at all. She She's going for it, but I would suspect that she's not like, go Mattel. Right. I mean, and the thing is, is I mean, I, that was, Greta Gerwig is the reason why I saw that movie. I mean, like, I've been, mm-hmm. I've, I've been, like, I'm a, I'm a lover of Greta. Um, and the fact that she was able to get in what she was able to get in is pretty impressive. I mean, really in in holding her own and staying with it. So there's no fault to that, you know, I mean, like, 
And, and it's going, you know, I think that also, again, because it's an injury, it's, it's, it's a very light injury, but I also think that, you know, if you look at all the articles and like the relationships that have ended and, you know, from, from this movie and how they've, you know, if that's the case, then obviously this is opening something that needed to be opened. My, my message is don't stop there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, keep going because that's where it gets rich, right? Like, um, I mean, it's, it's a little, it's a little hairy ride, but, (laughs) but also, you know, as we've gone further and further along, like, I think when we were kind of entering into that, we were very much alone through a lot of it now, you know, and that's how we found each other. Yep. Is yeah. like these lone voices that are like, this isn't making sense, and let's let's figure these things out. Well, now there's more and more that that are starting, and I, and I feel that that time also kind of like going back to this time where we are, that um, there's it's all been happening in the whispers, right? It's not the big bombastic per- like we you know going back to how you entered it how you entered the how you entered the introduction it's not by those whose faces we're seeing all the time mm-hmm. trying to sell you some kind of thing this is small gathering intimate whispers that are coming together and we are finding our voice and we are finding our power and we are finding right. our strength in community and together and so as as more and more m- women and men start opening up to these things there is a community that is going to be there to hold them along the way. And that, and that feels really good. Completely, completely. I, I, I really deeply agree with that. I've been doing a lot of work around grief actually. And Mm. you know, the grief circles are so profound Mm -hmm. and like, I want to talk about this work more, but also there's just something it's like so conflicted about being public versus the work that's going on in private rooms and mm-hmm. the work that's going on privately around all of these issues, the dismantling, the, the grief of watching what's happening in the world and allowing ourselves to feel it, of medicine work that really changes lives. That just cannot be put into sound bites. Mm-hmm. It's not for that. It's just real. Mm-hmm. And having the faith and committing to that, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, um, the, 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 the pieces of the grief that we are accessing that, um, that come also for me, at least, you know, there's, there's the grief of what's happening in the world. And the more and more we become, again, we're, we're talking about the dismantling and seeing um, our life, this world, these systems for what they are versus the illusion of what it is that was created. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I'm learning, I created a lot of illusion in my life for my own sanity and survival, right? Mm-hmm. But then as you start dismantling and as you start facing these things, holy moly, like the amount of grief that comes along with oh the fact that I was the driver be- behind so much of um, that pain, 
right? Like I, I, I was in it and, and I didn't have that power. And so it's like, um, as I'm continuing to step into my own power to rewrite that story, it's, it's finding compassion in myself for how did I let it go, go on that long? How did I put up with that for for so long? How did I let this person do, you know, had I let this person have so much control and power over me? It's like, how can I now start rewriting that and then also show a different way? So those women, 10 years, 20 years, you know, teenage right. girls that are coming up have a different example to pull from. And so they don't have to wait until they're 47, 48 to right. start finding that. Um, where can we, where can we be? Like it's, 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 um, that's what drives me when I want to just give up and, and eat the steak. (laughs) Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm so with you on this. And I mean, there's so much shedding to do. It's, and it's hard. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's hard. And I have a lot of faith and a lot of hope. Um, I recently had an encounter with someone much younger than me, like 25 years, and he's not carrying what we're carrying. It's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have a really hard time because we have royally fucked it up. Right. And like, I'm like, what were my 25 years of shedding such that I could just be where you are at 23 years old? Like, right. it's, we are we are doing some some work that i have to believe pays off but it is there is grief in it because it's like right. why did we have to do this if i was just held from the beginning maybe we wouldn't have so much to do right right you know and it's um that that you just said i hope it pays off right um that feeling of hope and needing to pull of like, okay, it's going to turn around. It's going to turn around, you know? And it's like, what another piece of release is having to release that reality of like, or maybe it won't, you know? know, but what I can't control that, but I can control of trying to push it as far, far forward as I can. And if that's what I'm here on this earth to do at this time, then let's go you know, but I'm not gonna, you know, it's, it's, I already played that game. I picked up all my pieces. I, you know, I collected all my coins and that, that did nothing to serve me. I don't want to play that game anymore. So let's do something different. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it is about letting go of outcome. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we're both old enough now we can go, okay, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but when I die, there will be problems in the world. Right. Like, this is a truth. And like, we're not, yeah. go- we're not going to like meditate our way up into like becoming a whole other level of like, that was a nice little escape, a little escape hatch to play with for a brief period of time. But, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's having such um, grace and compassion and love for all of these like different prior versions of self as well of like, oh, sweet, sweet child. Oh, so nice. If everybody just went to therapy, it would be better. Yeah. But it was like, let's talk about the accessibility of therapy, you know, like. Exactly. The, um, 
And, and that's, and that's another piece of it. Like, so, you know, we've talked to grief and we've talked, you know, the heaviness and the shedding and all of the different pieces. And, you know, that is, that is what, that is a theme that I'm working on this week. Um, in, in, you know, the circle that I hold is, um, what about joy? You know, like, I feel like I had a period of time in my shine. I call it my shiny, happy time where I was joyful and like, life is light, like, good vibes only, love and light, blah, blah, right? And then I went into the underworld and then I was just like hissing at all that because it's escaping so many things, you know? Um, and also it's, it's recognizing that, you know, we can, we can walk in the underworld, we can walk and shed, but joy and play, I mean, and this is what plant medicine continues to show, joy and pleasure. Love, growth, play. Those are, those are, those are gifts for us. Like that's part of this existence as well. And why are we, why are we denying that? Um, And how can we, while the world is on fire and not ignoring the world being on fire, but how can we still access those pieces? Absolutely. Because that's how, that's the only way that we're going to be able to get through it. We can't, we can't keep going on like this, you know? No, um, because then we perpetuate this idea of this overwhelmed, stressed out woman who's yep. got too much on her plate. We it's can't holding look- everything for everybody. Yeah. 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 The, the right. age of martyr is over. And I feel like I'm convinced that the whole thought, like the whole martyrdom, that's got to be a product of the patriarchy as well, right? Like, completely. Um, yeah. So anyway, so it's an interesting, it's an interesting phase to be in, um, entering into this and finally starting to feel the emergence. Cause it's been, it's been a while since I've been, you know, and I'm, and I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to feel that yeah. emergence out and taking it piece by piece by piece and, and recognizing of like, Oh, I just went out today. I, I, I was heavily triggered by everything. <laughs> I know, you know, no, it's, it's, um, it's yeah, mad. it's um, really hard. It's, it's really hard. hard. And and then and then you know recognizing of like if I do that, then again the machine is winning. Like how can I, how can I rage against the machine while also like not giving the machine my energy of rage? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Which is all about enjoying ourselves and all of mm-hmm. these pieces and building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I struggle with how to do this in relationship. Like mm-hmm. you and I were DMing and I felt the energy. So I'm like, let's do this podcast interview. I mean, that is to me the ideal way to keep moving the energy because it feels good. Mm-hmm. So we're raging, but we're also like, I'm going to get off this zinging, which is great. And I find it just challenging to find enough of those. So it's mm-hmm. like, keep like keep finding the juicy ways to rage in good, positive ways that keep the energy strong is really the key. Right. Agreed. 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 Um, And it's, and, and, you know, and the thing is, is it is in relation. It is in relationship that we, it is in community that we are able to access these parts. It's, um, it's having the safe, like, because it is in community that we have the safety to be fully, that's right. Whole and free in ourselves. Um, and also relationship, let's expand the relationship and the whole concept of it outside of romance. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because we're filled, we're filled with intimacy and love and connection. All the time. I mean, like what, what are we, what are we denying ourselves by trying to put that into a romantic partner? Um, and it's that's a complete- also the patriarchy right there, because it's like, take the best of you and give it to a man. And, 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 you know, I'm all for romance and I'm and. very much working this. Like why would, because of a few nice, maybe sexy experiences, would I take this life force energy? Right. Take it away from all the people that I love and all the creative projects and all the action and give it to this one person who almost for sure is ambivalent about me. (laughs) I mean, maybe not, but, but he's dealing with his own stuff and it's like, that's kind of great. It's a fair choice, but it's also, I think a lot more discernment and needs. It's like, I feel that we're told that that's the inevitable choice, but I don't think so. Mm -mm. It's a dance and it's, well, you know what it is. It's, it's a constant and it's with, everything as we're dismantling as we are trying to walk in a different way with a different energy and a different feel it's a con it's constantly checking yourself and then i found in in partnership um because it's funny because when i got out of my marriage i'm like i am asexual i don't need a partner i'm going to be the old like single woman who, you know, does whatever, like I was convinced. And then, you know, and then I had a man enter my life and everything got, you know, blown up. But like, you know, on our second, like on our second date, I'm pulling out a book about conscious partnership. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, this is what it's going to look like. Like I'm game, let's go, you know? And, And, and I will say with that and going in with that commitment and that, um, that conversation constantly, he checks me on my internal pieces of patriarchy and all the things more than I can check myself. Like I, you know, and it's having that constant piece of it where we bring these things out of of ourselves and each other, but then also like, there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of digging, there's a, you know, that goes in with it And, and really examining of like, I mean, we've talked about like monogamy, like, okay, when we went into this, this partnership, this is a conversation that we had, like, well, as we age, as we go in and as, you know, um, maybe different curiosities open, what does that look like? You know, and and it's like, and it's just like, it's approaching all these conversations, not as a threat or anything, but more approaching them with curiosity of like, and then knowing that it's like, okay, well, well, if I were, you know, curious to explore this thing. I know that we could have this conversation and see what that looks like. And it's like, it's a, it's a constant negotiation and, um, and going from a relationship where you didn't talk about shit, (laughs) you know, going into this, it's like, it's a completely different way of relating and a completely different way of partnering. And, um, and it's, it's, we're, we're hitting these things and unraveling these things together. Um, and then in in that we have all of these different people within our internal circle that are all part of it too. Like it's it's a fascinating thing that um, that starts opening up. Totally, as you totally. lose and some, 
know, more open. I think what the key is, is that you're unraveling in relationship. You haven't mm-hmm. created something with rigid conceptions that you're trying to live up to. Um, so then it becomes alive. Right. Aliveness. Exactly. Exactly. Living, breathing, constantly morphing. Exactly. And, Which is scary. and being open and, and scary. Um, and allowing it to take shape. This is like, it's, I mean, I don't have kids. Um, and I see kind of like the difference between like forming the kids into the box of how you think, you know, and again, it's kind of for protect. I don't, I mean, like, I'm not going to go in the psychology of of that mess, but then you also now see parents that are creating this space for the, where the kids can safely explore and become who it is. So again, as age 48, I'm trying to find my natural, you know, in the Andean tradition, it's the Inca seed, right? Like my, my, my essence to come up of who I am, they are forming it as they go because they're, they're having this space created in order to do that. And, and if we all were able to do that, what kind of world could we live in? Oh, right. So talking about like the generations behind and this, you know, somebody who's 25 years younger, but they didn't have that. So who they are now could very well be the person that they've always been because they didn't have those pieces put on them. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So Lisa, is there anything you're doing in the world that you would like our group, uh, my audience to hear about? Well, again, we go back to I am I am in a place still of morphing and formation. So actually, I am I'm um, I'm not quite there yet. You know that I hold circles. So I my the spaces that I um, that I hold are intimate, like kind of like word of mouth. There's not you're not going to find um a marketing page or anything from that. But I do hold monthly women's circles that um that will probably be expanding in the new year, but I still have my upheaval and everything that I'm navigating in life. Um, so that would be the most of it. But right now, um, you know, there is that space for it, but that's, that's about the extent of my, my offerings at, at this point in time, but more will come once, uh-huh. you know, the dust of all this other stuff, you know, it's like, I've got, I'm still in, the last of the death throes and the burial of the old life um, that, that keeps kind of coming through. So I've got those legalities that um, actually just propped up over the last couple of days. Um, But once that comes into play, then I'll probably have more. So, well, what I would say to listeners is if you feel drawn to Lisa, we're going to, we'll put her Instagram in the uh, show notes and just buzz her, buzz me because she's amazing and she is, and we'll be doing really powerful things. And I encourage you to connect. Thank you for being here, Lisa. This has been like fire. Yes. um, Yeah. Thank you. If this resonates with you, be sure to subscribe so you get all the juicy episodes to come. And if you have a friend who is deep into their personal growth and healing journey, share this podcast with them too. Now go out and experience the aliveness that's here for you today.